Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to talk ball with a former Utah and NFL standout on the Bill Riley Show. Stevenson Sylvester joins Riles weekdays to talk Utes, Pac-12, and the National Football League. Sly is presented by Proper Brewing Company, home of the Riled Up Red Ale. Now, here's two-thirds of the Utah broadcast team on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Sly joins us on Mondays. We talk a little ball, college ball and pro ball. We'll do that again with the former Pittsburgh Steeler and University of Utah great. We know the Utes are going back to his hometown again to play in a bowl game. Not the Pac-12 championship game. That would have been last weekend. But instead, the bowl game. And it'll be against Northwestern coming up. So a little trip back to Sin City for Vegas for you, Sly. You excited? Oh, yeah, man. I've already been making plans. In fact, you know, the warden and I have been making plans for the past <laughs> month because we, we thought that that's where we were going to go. So we got everything all booked up and ready. Family's already excited, man. So uh, I feel like I'm playing again. Yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. So uh, let's go through this here. Let's start with uh, the bowl game matchup with Northwestern. Uh, 7-5 and five team out of the Big Ten. A little bit different uh, Vegas Bowl than the ones we've, we've seen in the past, but uh, Allegiant Stadium and then a Big Ten team and a, and a Utah team that should be a little bit healthier by the time we get there. Yeah, I mean, uh, first, uh, looking at them on paper, I got to do more um, more film study, more research and stuff on them, but uh, not impressed, not impressed at all. Um, I think that, you know, this should be a matchup that we should – Go in here, especially have the old bowl game vibe, you know, where, where Utah was dominating bowl games. I know that hasn't been the story as of late these past seven years, but um, I, I think that this is this is something that we should have in the bag. You know, I, I think that their quarterback, Ben Bryant, is, is, is pretty good. He throws the ball good, but other than that, um, it's nothing to, to really smile at, you know. So I, I think it's a good matchup for us right now especially with the team the way it is with the injuries and, you know, transfer portals and things like that, um, you know, close to Vegas where Utah fans can travel well. Um, I have a great time as well right before Christmas. I think this is a perfect matchup for us. So we got some news today. Bryson Barnes is going to the portal. Then we found out Mac Howard's mm-hmm. going to the portal. Nate Johnson already mm-hmm. in the portal. So the, the quarterback rooms get a little bit thinner for next year. We've got Cam Rising. you got Zach Wilson, at least now Brandon Rose. Probably have to add somebody as well, but what do you make of the news of the portal today with the two quarterbacks? I mean, nothing surprising to me. Honestly, if I was a player, outside perspective, that I've been thinking for weeks, it was going to happen anyway. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more guys that jump into the portal or announce that they're jumping in the portal after the bowl game. So uh, just expect a lot more movement from the Utah side. The good thing is, is Utah does have a stable quarterback, which can attract 
more talent uh, and, and, and get that in there. But guys like Nate Johnson and Bryson Barnes, you know, they've established themselves to, to be able to, to be viable in the portal. And so a lot of teams would be uh, happy, you know, to sign those guys. And I think they can have good careers elsewhere. I, I, I do believe uh, depending on the scheme that they, they decide it's best for them. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is just a day and age. I think we talked about it last year, every single year around this time when the transfer portal opens, there's a record number of guys in the portal, right? From, you know, 1500 the first year to 2,500 last year. Uh, I can't even imagine what that number is going to be this year. Um, I've just seen the last couple weeks of so many starting D1 quarterbacks in the portal. It's absolutely insane. So to know that we got three or four guys leaving this Utah program, it's, it's just what this day and age is all about. Well, I mean, already today, Dylan Gabriel, Kyle McCord, Cam Ward, Dante Moore, Riley Leonard, Grayson Marshall, Aiden Childs, DJU, and Will Howard. Those are guys that are all starting quarterbacks at high-level programs that are all on the portal as of this morning. Uh, I didn't know Aiden Childs jumped in too. <laughs> uh, Oregon State's got nothing up there. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. A lot of teams, are, and this is why guys like Colorado or teams like Colorado really shouldn't worry about it. You know, the transfer portal is open game for a lot of people. A lot of these kids think that they are the reason that they can turn a team around. Like they can look at Dion and be like, "Oh, you guys went four and four and eight. Um, I can be that guy to turn this whole roster around. And you got motivators like Dion. It's going to be another an, another uproar. Hopefully, he can get some better players that'll work with his system, and, um, and, and and he can make some noise out of Colorado again. Which you know he's a master marketer, so he can do that. Um, but this is this is open free agent market. Um, I think uh, the next few years is going to be absolutely insane when the business becomes. Um, prevalent as far as decision-making goes to where nothing is guaranteed for these guys. As far as like you transferring out, your scholarship's not guaranteed. That's, that means that if you sign up for a team and you're not cutting it, uh, university can cut your scholarship. And I think that is probably, that's just my opinion on where I think things will go. I know it's a bit extreme, but um, how these guys are being able to transfer from school to school and jump in the portal, um, there's got to be some kind of uh, benefit to the university as, as far as uh, taking a risk on a kid. Is there any concern that, uh, of Utah losing anybody? Are you? Is there a name you've heard? Or are you concerned about anybody jumping in the portal and Utah losing a key player? Um, I, I think that there's going to be a, a couple. This is just my outside opinion. I haven't heard anything, but just my opinion on the outlook on how things are going. I think there's a few guys that are going to leave. Honestly, um, I don't want to put any negative juju out there, but um, it's possible we could lose to Quentin Jackson. We could lose Jalen Glover. We could lose um, some of our key receivers. I mean, we already seen Makai Cope. He was a, he was a, he was going to be a developing guy, but you know he's just not seeing. Uh, his future here. And so he's already jumped in the portal. That's just the offensive side of the ball. And, and who knows, we're going to get a, we're going to get an offensive lineman that's going to jump in there. Right. We thought Paul Miley, man, when he jumped in uh, last year, that was a big surprise to me. So uh, I think there's going to be a surprise number of guys. The good thing is I saw a great number of defensive guys commit to coming back. So um, that's for me personally, that's huge. Um, offensively, we can patch things together knowing that we do have Cam Rising at the helm. Um, but I, I, we're going to see a lot of guys jump in here because they want other opportunities. Eric Weddle told me last week, Sly, that he thought Cole Bishop would be smart to go pro. What do you think? I don't, I don't agree with Eric. <laughs> um, 
I, I think I, I think Cole Bishop has NFL talent already. But um, with what's going on and, and everything, and he's in a system where he could be, you know, there, there's a said to be having all the accolades and media behind you going into a year. Right now, Cole Bishop, is he could probably be preseason All-American if he stays. That increases his draft stock. He, now guys are able to make money in college. There's no reason to jump into the portal. You got a defensive system where you got everybody coming back. You got Crazy Reed, Lavani Damuni, and, and Lander Barton at the linebacker position in front of you. You're playing alongside Sione Baki, who's a prime player. K.O. Johnson will be a year more experienced. Smith Stoning was coming into his own at the end of the season. You got Jemiah Bonds already committed to coming back. There's no real reason for him to jump into the portal when you have a stable, stable defense to play behind. Uh, and you can have it with a year of, of media to back you, you know, to be able to get that. You can only set yourself up better if you stay. So I don't agree with Eric. Hey, he just felt like he, he's close to hitting his ceiling and thinks that he's not going to be able to improve his stock a great deal, second or third round to grade right now. I don't, I don't agree with that. And I think that's because Eric was a second round pick, but um, I think that uh, Cole Bishop has a lot to play for. A lot of teams are looking at him. We got NFL scouts at our games, at our practices all the time, asking about him. Uh, I think if he goes right now, he he could definitely make it. But honestly, I think that he can improve his stock uh, by being on a winning football team, heading into a new conference with 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 different opponents. Um, I think he could look great. He looked great against Baylor where he played the Big Twelve earlier this year. So. I think that he can improve his stock. I, um, as with the schedule that we have laid out for 2024, um, I think he can improve his stock, and I think he can be a late first round to second round pick um, next year. Devon Vele is going to go to the NFL, or at least test the NFL waters. What do you think of that? I, I think that's the right move. He's been through he's been through the ringer here at Utah. You know, he came back to play with Cam Rising, and that just didn't happen and um and then playing with these quarterbacks and him running I, I'm, I'm i'm on the sidelines and i'm looking at devon bailey he towers over every corner he runs amazing routes he catches everything i think that's an issue and so i think him going to the nfl draft is the right decision um i think he's prime i think he's the tim patrick had success you know, going into the NFL, I think he's just as good as Tim Patrick or better. Uh, honestly, if I can, if I can be blunt, and I think that you know, you see guys like Puka Nakua having great years. If Devon Bailey goes to the right system, he is going to be absolutely awesome in the NFL. He has an NFL body, NFL work ethic, and uh, I think he's going to have a lot, a lot of success. All right, slide. Did the College Football Playoff Committee get it right? No, no, and 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 honestly. Uh, it sucks because it, it really puts it to the forefront. It doesn't matter how you play. Your play means absolutely nothing. Your results mean absolutely nothing. It's people dictating, you know, the outcome. So it's just like that's just dumb. You put a stupid precedence on what everybody thinks about what they should do. And the fact that the committee has the overall thing because they feel like Alabama's going to get them more money is, is stupid. It's not it's why we why do we even play the game? If you want to put these guys in, you want to determine who goes in before the season with these preseason stuff, then go right ahead. Committee did not get it right, and it, it just put so many different narratives out there, which is great that we're going to have a 12-team playoff next year, but who knows who's going to get snubbed next year. 
because these guys have the determining factor to make a decision. I think they're wrong. They got it wrong, Florida State. No matter if they lost their quarterback or not, they won the football game. And um, and, and that's all you TCU last year. Uh, yeah, they got blown out in the championship. But they won all of their games to get to that point. They needed to be rewarded. And the fact that people are making the deciding factor that they shouldn't be rewarded is, is, is I think, a travesty. The same thing in 2008. Why was Florida in the championship when they weren't undefeated? It just doesn't make sense. But people make those decisions. But here nor there, this is where we are today, and we got to live with it. Yeah, winning on the field took a back seat yesterday to appearance and trying to predict the future. Exactly. I, always, I always thought football was the ultimate team sport, that whole next man up mentality. Well, that's exactly what Florida State's done. They've won with elite defense and the next man up at quarterback. Has it been pretty? No. But I, you, you're old enough to remember the, the 2000 Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. They had Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. They, they won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl because their defense was scary and elite. They weren't very pretty on offense at all, but they, were, they did enough on offense, but they were elite on defense. That's what Florida State is, and they've won every game. The same thing with the uh, 2001 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Brad Johnson was your quarterback. But your defense was absolutely crazy. John Lynch, Derek Brooks, those guys made it happen on the defensive side of the ball. They had a great compliment on offense, but literally they, uh, their defense was just absolutely scary. And that's why I say if Cole Bishop comes back, this defense is absolutely uh, just perfect and primed and ready to make a run, right? You have everybody on the defensive line coming back. They're, they're rotating and all of that. Like, that is amazing, amazing defense that we'll have, a scary, amazing defense that we will have next year at Utah when Cole Bishop comes back. Uh, in, in the spirit of the portal today, that being said, um, we've got a pretty good four-team playoff. I'm not going to lie. Michigan, Alabama, Washington, Texas, that's going to be must-see TV. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like anybody you put in there, you're gonna get you're gonna get a good game. You know, I think Michigan, Alabama. I think there's gonna be some some real fights that go on in that one, and that's what I'm there for. I'm 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 here for the fights. I'm <laughs> here for fights. Make it happen. I absolutely love it. I think Texas is gonna be a good matchup as well uh, with Washington. Um, you know, they they look great. You know, as a team, Sarkeesian got them playing well. Washington is—they've just made it happen. They haven't been pretty all year, but you gotta respect the guttiness, the the the, the preparedness they come into each and every matchup with to be able to come out with the win. And um, I think that they deserve to be where they're at. Honestly, I think that they should be number one over Michigan. They, I think what if you look at their schedule, they have seven to eight top twenty-five matchups. It's uh, this Pac-12 has been absolutely killer, and um, the Washington has went undefeated in it. I know we talked about it in the preseason that there's not going to be anybody that goes undefeated, and Washington did that. And so um, you got to give them respect, and uh, I think that's going to be a gutty matchup. But uh, uh, the bowl season, man, it's here. I, I was shocked by Friday night. I really was. I thought Oregon was going to win that game by seven to ten points. Yeah, I don't know about seven to ten points, but I thought Oregon was going to win. I was, I was. I was preaching about it on the radio with JJ on 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 Friday. I thought Oregon was going to come in and handle business, but um, I think we said it right. Like Dan Lanning, which is not his fault, but um, there was a chance for them to get the ball back at the end of the game, and they did a blitz. It was like fourth and either no, it was third and four. Um, Washington, uh, it, and they went zero coverage. But they zero coverage from a safety position, and the safety was coming to guard his guy from deep. 
knowing that they only needed three to four yards. So he was playing seven to eight yards deep. He catches the ball. That's a first down. He catches the ball and it didn't. And so it was a technique thing. So as the safety, he's got to know that they only need that many yards and that's the type of route they're going to get. And so, um, one, it could have been a different call, you know, but uh, it's just decision-making at the end of football games. You know, Bo Nix's interception turned out to be huge. Uh, one thing that I did want to mention about that game was noticing who starts with the football at the start of the game, right? We've seen it with Oregon starting with the football against Utah, and, and you've seen it in this game. Washington started with the football against Oregon. They were able to set the tempo. Even though Oregon got the ball at halftime, you were able to set the tempo uh, of the game in important games that way. So I always thought that that's funny is who starts with the football versus who starts on defense and what your team makeup is all about. Who wins the national championship? Um, ooh, I think it's going to be a surprise. Honestly, um, I think Michigan and Alabama is going to be a great game. Oh, I want Washington to win because I want the Pac-12 to go out on a high note. Um, but I think Texas has a great route to make it happen. So I'm, I'm going to choose Texas. They're playing really well right now. They may be the fastest, most athletic team left in this field. They're really good. Yeah, they are, man. And as I said, it's all about your matchups. It's about timing. It's about that. But, you know, this is the playoffs, and, and you got to leave it all out on line. As I said, I want Washington to win. Um, but as an analyst and looking at things, I would have to vote uh, Texas on that. That is Stevenson Sylvester, a.k.a. the Hall of Famer, Don't Call Me Steve, who's heading back to mm-hmm. his hometown of Las Vegas for the uh, for the Vegas Bowl with me and Scott Mitchell and the rest of our crew uh, in about three weeks. Looking forward to it, my guy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. There you go. Stevenson Sylvester with us here on the Bill Riley Show today on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Interesting to hear he and Eric Weddle have differing opinions on the future of Cole Bishop, two guys that played in the league at a pretty high level. All right, we're going to have Steve Bartle. Since the portal's open today, it's only appropriate we have Steve Bartle on the program. Bartle will join us coming up here in about five minutes. Dr. Justin Johnson with Remedical with us here right now today on the program. If you're here hanging out with us all day, who's treating the stem cells? Who's treating the ED? Who's doing the, the B12 shot? Who's doing all that stuff? Well, we have a good group of nurse okay, practitioners good. who do it all for us. So I trained everybody how to do it and... They do them. By the way, I want to thank Dr. Johnson a couple of weeks ago. I was not feeling very well, and he said, well, you should come by and get a B12 shot. B12 shots can help you with your immunity and, and get you feeling better, and that's when I had that terrible head cold. And i got to say, in, in a pretty short period of time, it helped out a great deal. Is that something that you guys do a little bit of there too? Yeah, you know, we have B12 shots, vitamin C shots, and uh, IVs to help with the immune systems because they – work really well, and so we encourage people to come get them, especially if they're doing the weight loss stuff with us. Uh, one of the things that you get with the semaglutide and the trisipatide is you get kind of a loss of the function of your stomach lining, and that's what B12 helps with quite a bit. You mentioned that semaglutide and transipicide. Um, that's that's kind of the weight loss deal that you and I have talked about a little bit over the last couple of months. Uh, is that something that's part of your 40% holiday discount too? Well, the we can't really give 40% off those because we are, don't even make 40% off the margins on us. But so we're actually almost. doing 15% off for those. Okay, so you yeah. don't get the full 40, but you do get a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. So is that something that people should take advantage of? Definitely, you know, especially as the new year's coming around. They are so wonderful. They work so well. It's amazing how well they they function. 
I'm on it. I've lost 30 pounds. We have a lot of people on him. I mean, half our staff is on it, and it just does amazing things. I cannot recommend it enough. So if people are interested in it, is this something you have to be tested for, or is uh, semaglutide pretty much an across-the-board uh, good for everybody? It's pretty much good for everybody. We do have to do a few blood tests just to make sure. One of the things that can increase is medullary thyroid cancer. So we make sure you don't have any evidence of any medullary thyroid cancer. And also we take your hemoglobin A1C because they're diabetic drugs. We just got to see where that level is before we start you on it. So if you had somebody that you know that's tried the semaglutide and it's worked well for them, Dr. Johnson and the folks at ReMedical can get you on that as well. What's the best way to go about that? Yeah, the best way is to give us a call at 801-807-8811, or you can go on our website and just book an appointment. You know, we'll have some stuff up on the – we'll keep adding to our website, so we'll have some more information up on those soon. You can request a free consultation on the website. You can get questions answered on the website or just give them a call and mention that you heard Dr. Johnson on the air here. If one of the programs looks good, if you like to try the semaglutide, you get the 15% off in the month of December – But you've got to call and schedule an appointment, 801-807-8811. That's 801-807-8811. Maddie or Reagan will help you there. They'll get you scheduled in. You'll be good to go. Yep, sounds good. All right, Dr. Johnson with us here all day long on the Bill Riley Show. Steve Bartle with us next here on ESPN 700. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.